250,000 bands on a submarine. 30 million, one over 1 million shipwrecks. Over a million shipwrecks. 3097 seconds. Bay's Boys podcast. I couldn't deal with that. What's that? A million shipwrecks. Oh, dude, there shipwrecks every 10 feet underwater. <laughs> That's a lot. That is a lot. Especially on the Great Lakes. Listen, I want to bring up something from a past episode because we need to get an update. Chicken and waffles ice cream, Baskin Robbins. Have you had it? I have not. I can't do the ice cream. I will not. Yeah. Exactly. Well, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. But I was thinking about the chicken and waffles. You think it's good? Chicken and waffles, period? Ice cream. Chicken waffles, ice cream. I would have no idea. I, I can't imagine that it's any good. All right. Well, let us know if you've uh, had that. Write the show. Let us know. Uh, <laughs> listen, you know what uh, number uh, top five Baskin Robbins ice creams to be sold is? Number one, vanilla. Number two, chocolate. Number three, mint chocolate chip. Number four is something really weird. I know you're going to know how to say this. Pralines and cream? or Pralines and cream. Really? Yes. Got it the first time. And then just chocolate chip. I know as a kid, uh, mint chocolate chip had to be, yeah, had to be one of my favorites. That's disgusting. It is not mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate chip. I, all right, no. And just, real vanilla ice cream. You just can't have some bullshit. Oh vanilla. yeah, yeah. You like it with like the little black beans in it. And yeah, stuff. the vanilla beans. Vanilla bean ice cream. The you rich, gotta have. You gotta have the, the rich people stuff. Yes, sir. I got gotcha. you. It's see better it. than chocolate ice cream. Oh, it's better. Okay. I'm not a person to argue that with, but I do know that there's somebody out there that wants to argue this right now. <laughs> but I wish I could hear their opinion about it, but, you know, screw it. We'll move on with that. How have you been, Joe Skelly? Not bad. Not bad? But I do have something I want to talk about. All right. But I, okay. So I just watched this incredible documentary. Uh-huh. Uh, Netflix, it's called, uh, there's a series of documentaries on Netflix called Unknown. Oh, boy. And they cover different topics, but the one I just watched was called The Cave of Bones. Mm. Yes. And they, it's a discovery that was made in, I want to say, 2018. Okay. Or that, maybe 2016, and they were doing research on this discovery through at least 2018. Right. And they discovered a cave in South Africa. Uh, I th- believe it was called the Star Cave System in South Africa. Right. And they found at least 1,500 bone fragments. It's not good. Of a previously undiscovered species in the chain of the human evolution. Oof. What do you think about that? I think it was pretty incredible because uh, what they did is they, they actually named the species. Okay. Can you say the name? Homo naladi. All right. Uh, I, I think I said that right. And... Uh, and they said that these, this species was not ape, and it wasn't human. It was like an in-between step, if you Jesus. will. Jesus. And they were between four foot eight and five foot two. And they had very human-like hands and wrists and feet and ankles. Interesting. They had very long, skinny legs and very long, skinny arms. Okay. Uh, they did not have ape-like hands or feet, so that made them really good upright walkers. So they could walk long distances across the plains and they did, and they were also good for climbing. So they would climb trees and rocks and things like that. Interesting. Yeah. What was interesting about it was at first when they found these bones is the, the initial assessment was they just, they, they were in a cave and they all died. Right. Right. And upon further research, what they discovered, they classified them in the homo, Homo uh, genus, like humans, right? Okay. 
because Homo genus is the only species in the world to conceptualize taking one thing and turning it into a tool. Like you pick up a rock and they can look at the rock and say, inside this rock is a knife. Right. Right. And they would fashion tools out of these items. Now the Homo naledine, I think, God, I'm screwing this name up, uh, lived between 280 and 350,000 years ago. Gee, how many crickets. Now, in the long game of things, besides obviously filling in plot holes, are they saying that this is going to change what we think about history for people? Absolutely. Okay. And the interesting thing is the reason they think it's going to change everything is because after researching and, and digging around in the cave, what they found out was they just didn't wash down into this cave and they'll die. What they found is burial sites. These species would carry their dead into this cave, deep into the cave. They would climb up this huge rock embankment and then climb down this 12-meter chute to another cave system. Right? So they would literally climb 12 meters down with a dead body. They would dig a hole in the bottom of the cave, put their dead in the hole with tools that they made or carried, and then buried them. Hmm. Now, the interesting thing about this is we didn't believe that anybody did burial or funerary practices until Homo erectus, Homo sapien, Neanderthal, or, um, you know, uh, Cro-Magnon, right? Interesting. So that, and Cro-Magnon didn't appear until, or as, as Neanderthal wasn't around until 80,000 years ago. So from 350,000 to 80,000, they didn't believe anybody buried their dead. But this proves without a shadow of a doubt that they practiced funerals, that they buried their dead with tools that they carried and made. So what that implies is that they had some form of religion or belief in the afterlife. Because they buried them, huh? With their tools. What if? In particular. What if, and I'm not joking, what if they had buried them just because they didn't like the smell? Why not leave them out on the plains? That's a good question. For animals to devour, right? Like why, cr- bring, like why bring them back to the crib, basically? Right. Right. And they didn't believe that people made fires and cooked at that point in time, or, spe- or, or right. creatures did. Now, right? are they finding all of this as proof in this area? They found the that they had what? a fire pit in the cave and that uh, they cooked okay. food. They found antelope bones in the fire. Interesting. That's wild as fuck. So you would, you would say that this has unlocked a whole new chapter for the human race, basically. Oh, without a question. And it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Perfect. I mean, it, it's, it, it's in, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to this anthropology thing. So for me, it was mind-blowing, right? Here's a creature that's not human, and it's not ape. It's in between, that practiced funerals. Isn't it weird how none of this really makes it anywhere for people to see? Like, this seems like it would be something important people should know about. And they just got a Netflix series about it? I never even, I mean. What are all the people that are only on Hulu going to do? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, I mean, I mean it I'm, sounds I'm stupid, sh- but it's like a genuine question. Like, how does this type of knowledge, like, like is the first series. Well, I'm sure. I'm not trying it, to get na- away from National, this, I think National Geographic did a, th- a thing about this. Oh, and then they kind of made a show off of, you think they turned it into the show? They turned it into a documentary. Well, I hope so. 
Because I hope somebody was bringing us news about the cave bones other than Netflix. Right. And the really cool thing was right before the chamber where they buried their dead, they would take tools and they would etch into the cave wall designs. And they would mark stuff. They were very primitive. They looked like a hash mark, right? But there were hash marks all over the entrance to this chamber, right? And the interesting thing is at the end of the documentary, they go, okay, this hash mark which is not just some random thing. It's an actual hash mark and there are multiple of them. Right. right. Here we have it from 300,000 years ago. Right. And then you go, here's this species at 125,000 years ago. They also made the same hash mark. And then they oh. went, here's this evolutionary leap at 80,000 years ago. They also made the same hash marks. Oh, so here's a symbol or cave art, if you will. That went from 300,000 years ago all the way up to 80,000 years ago. So then the question is, what does this symbol, and we can't even speculate what this symbol represents, but it was a, such a powerful symbol that it covered almost 200,000 years worth of history. Right. That's insane. Passed down from generation to generation and from, you know, because they weren't humans, right? Right. But... Neanderthal did it. Homo erectus did it. Homo so-and-so did it. So you think it's something that just stuck with people? Mm. Maybe it's the first last name. I don't know. Right? But they also mentioned that, you know, they were talking about how did they communicate, right? Did they, did they have a language? Did they have this? Did they have that, right? They're like, you can't make these big jumps and saying that they verbally communicated because we don't know. But if you look at modern humans today, most of our communication is nonverbal. Right. We talk, but people talk with their hands. People talk with their faces. Right. Right. But another interesting thing they brought up, they said, you know, primates have giant canine teeth. Right. Okay. And when primates are non-verbally communicating like aggression, right, they, they bear their canines. Right. Right. These guys had very small canines like modern humans do, which implies that if they showed their teeth, they were smiling. Oh, how wild is that? Wait, how does that imply that if they show their teeth, they're smiling? Because they weren't showing their teeth to show aggression. Because they didn't have big teeth to show aggression with. Oh, so you're saying just by, they're just trying not to flex with their baby teeth? Pretty much. Gotcha. Pretty much. Gotcha. But it's mind-blowing to believe that 300,000 years ago, and and by the way, these creatures had their brain the size of a grapefruit. Right. And they're and here they are saying in, in the documentary, and it's true, just because the size of the brain doesn't, doesn't mean you're stupid, right? Right. They had skills, and they passed down these skills from generation to generation. This is how you make a knife out of a rock. This is how you make this thing. And, and they're purpose-built tools. It wasn't just a blunt rock. Like, they had shaved, carved edges so that you could scrape and cut. And right. by notching hash marks into the cave wall, they had tools that they were capable of making these hash marks with. Right. It's pretty incredible. That is a, that's a lot. Right. Again, I'm still waiting for the next documentary of aliens tests and saucers. <laughs> and sh- I mean, I'm just saying the way we're going. All right. You want to talk about aliens? Let's talk um, about aliens. Well, right? no, I just meant. If in- all this information is now coming out, right, right. And they're letting it leak out. Right. So here's my question to you. How crazy are things really that they're allowing this information out into the public purview? Oh, of course, because they need it. Is it a hundred times crazier than we think it is? A thousand times crazier than they think it is? 
Or is this all a psychological operation? <clears throat> uh, well, chirp, chirp. <laughs> uh, aliens and Bigfoots. We're just waiting for Bigfoots. Well, it, you think they'll find a Bigfoot in that cave? No. Did you, did you ever ask Tommy Skelly about the Bigfoot he saw out here? No, we got to have, remember, we're, we're <laughs> no. <laughs> and we keep mentioning him because he's an easy target. <clears throat> well. And the fact that he's very local, unlike Pony Boy. Yeah, well. And he or loves, some of the other folks. And he loves Nick Cage. <laughs> what are you going to do? You just want to keep poking that fucking bear. I got to poke him. That's how I got to get him out here. I mean, what's your take on this, right? What's my take on it? On, on this, this new species that they discovered. I, I need to go watch that movie, apparently, or at least something about it. What really caught my eye is they were like, what'd they say? 2,000 bones? Almost, uh, yeah, o- over 1,500 so, bones. So this might not even, so that makes me think about the whole society part. Is this a graveyard where all of us are coming to party and bury everyone because it's in a cave and we don't want the animals to dig them up? Or is it because we all lived here like it's some Matrix Neo shit and we're hiding from tigers outside? Or, or is this where we specifically took our dead to bury them? Right. That was the first one I said. Now, there, there's an interesting part. In order to get to the 12 meter down chute, previously there was a section where they had to leap across to the next section of tunnel. Oh, Right. So one person couldn't take a body to this place. Right. It took a group of people to hand this body across. And you got to remember, they didn't have fucking flashlights. Right. In this so cave deep underground. Torches and they had big, to carry fire with boards them. and stuff. Right. They had to carry fire with them. I again. Yeah, I don't know. You dropped this one on me right before we started talking, <laughs> so I'm a little bit... I caught you off guard. Yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to form an opinion uh, about it, so to speak. I mean, I, mean, I guess the big thing, for the, the most astonishing thing is that they practiced funerals, right? I mean, if that is Because that, that makes them more the human-like than we want to admit, right? Right. Right. right? It, there was a point... The reason we decided that Neanderthal practice funerals is because we would find them buried with flowers. Okay. Right. So there's some kind of religious practice going on. What I just want to know is where that shit started and why that's an even bigger question. Originally. I mean, before they had, I mean, they had to have some kind of conscious thought to be able to do this. Right. Of course they had to, they had that's to, my, that's my point is that's, that's what I want to know. I don't, I get it that we're finding them, but we need a, we need some sort of proof or it's just all speculation as to why we did this. Well, the proof why is the flowers. Well, the proof is in this particular cave is they dug holes, put them in it and buried them. No, I but, meant the proof as to why though. Intent. The part that we can't ask is what I'm saying. Uh, what, what, what that was I'm the curious intent, about. Right. right. Well, the, how were they the, feeling? The, what was that? This person's favorite flower. Oh, that was Neanderthals. I'm not talking about well, what they discovered. Right? Just in general. But the, the point with these, the species that they found in this cave, to get to the point where they buried them, you had to want to go there in order to do this. This isn't just like, hey, I walked into a big open cave and I right, buried them right, in the right. bottom, right? Right. They went deep into the cave system had and a, literally had, had to crawl. Up. They had to crawl 12 meters down in a tube that was like seven and a half inches wide. And 12 meters straight down <laughs> in order to get down there. Well, I don't trust no fucking caves. <laughs> Is this so, another one on your list? Oh, Things this, I don't that's do? That's a dead giveaway. 
caves were, listen, you had quicksand. I don't think I was ever worried about quicksand, but I was definitely worried about caves. I'm not sure why, because I've never been to a cave, <laughs> but I feel like it was more realistic than quicksand. Now I'm not so sure on either. So you heard the quicksand story on the company retreat. Oh fuck. I forgot all about that. Yeah. You're trying to get creepy. And then it makes it all real, doesn't it? Yeah. You just made that real. <laughs> that, that one, first of all, that story, that the, the setup for that story was out uh, of the blue that no, I mean, it's, it's not a blue, but more just fucked up Yeah, because of real. what old boy was carrying. Right. Right. We won't go that, into great right. detail. The representa- go. That, there's a whole, this isn't just one story of one death. This is a, this is almost like a, what are those mini stories called to teach you a lesson type thing? A parable? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Grammar is our friend. So listen, not to get freaky. Homo Naledi. Homo Naledi. That's the name. Yes. I was going to look it up, but I want to. There could be multiple descriptions that you might give that we might need. Okay. So we're going to sit with that. Listen, I don't want to take you sideways or left, and we can stay on the bones, but you were giving me some bone-chilling feelings, and that brought me to one of our uh, guest emails. Oh. One that you haven't heard from in a long time. Oh, so we got a, we got a listener mail. Uh, from greenlights at AOLmessenger.com. <laughs> okay. Says, uh, I bet it is scary not knowing who I am. I could be in another country or maybe your neighbor. Just know wherever I am, I'm always watching. Oh, that's from M. Oh, I thought it was weird that he wrote us today when we watched pig and I meant to put it on the pig episode. Ah, but I forgot because, well, he just scares me a little. <laughs> I'm shaking in my boots. Seriously, don't fuck with this guy. Maybe we got to shake down as, the neighbors. Yeah, he's not. We we probably should. He's not as uh, <clears throat> weird as other old boy from last week, but he's he's pretty he's pretty up there. Uh, we have another listener subscription uh, letter from our boy uh, Chris. Uh, I just want to say that we concur. Uh, both of us agree with your comment. I can't read it out loud because we might hurt feelings. Ah. And, and as we've established from last week that we could hurt feelings, we should probably be good with that. Also, this Canadian one you sent us, Haas, is just wild. And that's, that's some spaceship, bro. I'm not even sure how to even approach this one. I am, uh, I'm definitely glad you sent it to us. Topics that we can't touch on air with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah, that's pretty much how that was. <laughs> I mean, we literally told you about the dude who told us to kill ourselves and we have to skip this one that you sent us. <laughs> so we love you, brother. Uh, thank you for the emails. Keep sending the emails, but yes. there's certain things we uh, just can't touch. Uh, maybe a little bit more PG, <laughs> but we do agree. Yeah, we do agree. We do agree. We do. So agree. just, if you do like writing us and you want us to, ju- if you're just getting our opinions or just want to know, or just want to know if we're still here and uh, shout out to M. <laughs> it's nice to hear from you old boy thought maybe somebody would got you it's but, been uh, a while yeah but he's still here funny that we should put him on the hidden bone body fucking episode <laughs> listen man i so here, here here's personal that's that may that this is what these stories make me think of all right when i was little i think my little brother used to watch a lot of the indiana jones and got obsessed 
And that was his first real career choice as a child. He wanted to be an archaeologist. Oh, all right. Right? It was super cool. I would buy him Egypt books and Egyptian books, Egypt books. I would buy him Egyptian <laughs> books like on grammar. pharaohs and all kinds of stuff, right? And I would give them to him when he was a kid. Anyways, old boy grew up and one day he went off to college for something that didn't really matter. And I asked him, I said, hey man, what happened to the old Indiana Jones gig? And he said, and I quote, well, it doesn't make sense for me to go because by the time I finish, they will have dug up everything. No way. Dude, that's what he said. And I, I looked right at him and I'm like, oh, I don't think you understand the magnitude of what you just said. And this today, <laughs> this makes me think of that. Right. Because I'm sitting here every time as we have in the past with these episodes and I'm reminiscent of all the old ones, which if you haven't listened to them, well, shame on you. <laughs> They're still available uh, to listen to. For now. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> for now they're on the internet forever until we get a cease and desist from somebody uh <laughs> which i'm sure is gonna happen at some oh, point oh it's coming uh, it's, it's coming, coming. <laughs> so uh it wait i lost my train of thought thinking about the cease and desist fuck it's it's uh you know this is this is a mind boggler i don't think we've had a few of these in, in a while not in a while i think is what i'm trying to say we got a good mind boggling at the company retreat which i'm still recovering from that but i'm saying you haven't brought me one that's been as powerful as Necropans, and I think this is this is a winner. This is a powerful winner. I'm not going to pay Netflix though. I'm I had a really I had a really interesting conversation at lunch today. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about this document. Okay, and I was talking with some people who had been to Egypt. Right? Oh, and they went good. to the Valley Kings. And easy they did to find. The tour, right? Easy to find them. Right while you were yeah. cave diving. Go ahead. Yeah, and they were uh, talking about it. And the comment that was brought to me, which I thought was kind of outlandish, but it made me laugh, is Egyptians are not about tech. They're about doing things the old way, right? Oh. Right? They go okay. to discover something. They, they pick a plot in the desert, right? They take a thousand people out there with shovels, and they just start digging sand and hope to find something. Wow. Right? Okay. And if they don't find it here, they move, you know, a quarter mile to the east, and they start digging there, right? But it just came to my thought that not that long ago, they flew an airplane with LIDAR across South America, and they discovered all these oh. uh, Mayan and Aztec ruins that are buried under dirt and in the jungle that nobody wow. had ever discovered before. Like 800 new sites. Okay. Why the fuck couldn't they just do that in Egypt and save all the labor? <laughs> Maybe it's a pastime. It's a tradition. It's in their culture, man. It's, very, it's super Indiana Jones, right? But if right. You, uh, the Unknown series just did another one in Egypt where they follow the head of antiquities, the Awazi guy, right? Okay. He's looking for this missing pyramid, this missing pyramid, and a pharaoh that's been missing since the third dynasty, right? They know the guy's name. They know he had a pyramid. They know he was powerful, but because of grave robbing. Nothing has generally survived the fourth dynasty of Egypt. Wow. Right? And so it's previously undiscovered. And they literally, dig season is only a couple of months out of the year because four months out of the year, the desert's inhospitable to humans and they can't do anything, right? Wow. So they have a certain time frame that they can only work in. And this guy just went out with like a thousand people and he goes, I think this temple, this pyramid is here. Let's start digging here and see and what we it. find. And all I can think to myself is, fucking fly LIDAR over that bitch and save yourself all the time and hassle. Well, the government won't let them. You know how that Cut goes. to the chase. Well, hell, they just used some other technology to discover an undisco uh, a hidden chamber inside the Great Pyramid that they never knew existed. 
until like two oh, years ago. Man, see, this is the problem. Y'all trying to bust out some aliens versus predator shit. <laughs> Open up a chamber of secrets you don't want nothing with. Old Pinhead's going to walk the fuck out and give you a Rubik's Cube that just has your ass on it. This is fucking, this is sideways shit, bro. Yeah, And I don't know what's worse. The fact that I'm too fucking lazy to go out and discover it myself or the fact that we're going to have to sit here and wait till some other motherfucker discovers it and buries us all. So no, what would happen is we'd go out, night would be falling, we'd discover the, the chamber, right? Fuck. We'd pull the lid off of it, right? Lower you down on a rope with a staff with a crystal <laughs> in the top, right? And then somebody would come and throw the rope down in on top of you and put the lid on. Right. Thank you, Dr. Jones. And and that, just that, that would you. be it. That would be it. That would be our luck. And then they would find you like 100 years later. Right. And then they'd be like, well, who were these Bay's boys? And they'd start rebooting the podcast. And that's when we get famous. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're here for the beginning, your time doesn't come for 3,000 years. <laughs> Until they rediscover us wearing but, our Bay's boys podcast shirts inside of an exactly, ancient tomb, tomb that we were trapped with inside aliens of. on our face. Uh, but before we get to the 3,000 years, we're still going to need coffee. Oh, yeah. So go ahead and sign up on that Patreon. Get on that Patreon. <laughs> and to get help us fund the expedition. Coffee. Thank you to our current subscribers. We love you. Listen, we haven't forgot about you. Not at and all. I know some of you are like, where are the feed pictures? But listen, you don't want those. <laughs> you don't want the feed pictures. I know some of you. Uh, and shout out to the Patreon members that uh, we know and the Patreon members we don't know and the Patreon members that are goofy, who again <laughs> are asking for goofy shit that's not coming. Um, go on and leave us a five-star rating on... We're not playing ring toss. <laughs> Jesus. That's got to get... For nobody. Something's got to... For nobody. Something has got to give because man's on the other end of that message last week is fucking at the end of his rope. <laughs> Do you understand? We should name him. He's going to get a general name. Not today. Not today. But someday. Someday. You got someday. it, buddy. You're someday. famous. 3,000 years from now, the motherfuckers are going to know. They're going to know about you. This is a fucking round table, guy. There's no end to this table. There's no end. This We're all not, equal here. That's right. We you're all part have of the seat. You're part we of the game now. We all have a seat now. at this fucking table. We all have a fucking seat at this table. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. But it. hold on. No, no. It's not time oh, to go. Oh, oh. It's not time to go. Oh, he's postponing it. We, I mean, you were talking about, about aliens. You were, you were talking about footage. aliens and how they affect the human. You want to go back into it? Oh, listen. Listen. I just read a study that's the, the, you know, the human sequencing of DNA, right? And all the branches that come off this DNA strand for the human genome. Right? I don't think you can top new bones, but <sighs> try. Go ahead. So the strand... Of the DNA, the section of the DNA that's responsible for aging. Okay. The telomere, if you will. Okay. Was genetically modified, cut, and capped. No way. Yes. On who? On humans. Bullshit. Do the research. But they're growing them from the seed up? No. And what it says is at this certain point, instead of the strand continuing, it was literally cut... And had a cap put on the end. And they've that says, sorted how to do this. No, this is what they discovered. Oh. And it says, at this point, you will start to die. If that wasn't there, your body would continue to regenerate itself and keep on going. So at some point in time, human DNA was modified. Do-do-do. Like little piggies. <laughs> That's what you wanted to stay for? <laughs> So who's, here's the question. Who modified it and when? 
wrap your mind around that. Now I know you got a bigger brain than a grapefruit. Oh. You're not like Homo Nunaletti. Some, some days you're not do. in the cave of bones. I got like a like a brain like a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> that fell off an apple tree. That, oh my god, that's even smaller. <laughs> that's even smaller than a grapefruit, my friend. <laughs> See where we're going with this? And listen, not all small-brained creatures are dumb. Because look at crows. Oh, I'm not. I just you're losing. What the fuck, are we talking about <laughs> capped? Uh, capped human genome. I don't know where to go with that. You can Google human DNA. For aging, the telomere for aging was cut and capped. That says, at this point, the human body will start to break down and you will die. The body will stop regenerating itself. This is why we don't have nice things. Oh, no, this is why people are doing young blood therapy. Oh. Oh. You know, I'll talk about the vampires. Mm. You're going sideways we into can leave the that darkness. Alone. We can leave that alone for right now. Leave them with the necro pants in the box <laughs> over there. No. If you don't know what necro pants is that he keeps referencing, that Tyler keeps referencing, do yourself a favor and Google it, but not on your phone. No. Perhaps on somebody else's. Maybe it's a your library. Significant others. Go to the library. <laughs> or your cousins. Or your cousins. Yeah. Just Google necro pants. I don't. The You're welcome. The bone thing is still. You're welcome. The bone thing. I don't Cave of Bones. I don't or, like go, it. Or watch the other unknown. Or you can watch the other unknown one that they did about killer robots. We had a great day with Little Piggy, and you're messing it up with the Cave of Bones. Hey, we got to bring the facts. We got to bring the facts. You always claim that we're the news. We are the news now. We are the news. The country's in chaos. Uh, the Titanic's still killing people. <laughs> Bigfoot is alive. UFOs are everywhere. Bigfoot's alive. UFOs are everywhere. Yeah. Stop eating koala ass. No strawberries. Flavored shit. That was beaver ass. Beaver ass, koala ass. No asses, no animal asses. Just don't eat it. And if you're looking for unicorns. Oh, Genghis Khan. No, they all live in a cave. Well, they're all buried in a cave in, in North Mongo Korea. I thought it was Korea. I thought it was it's Mongolia. A, no, it's in North Korea. Now we're never getting to those. That's Never. why old boy doesn't want to open the border. Because he doesn't want anybody to find the mm, unicorn bones. Fucking, fucking joke's on him. Rodman's bringing me one back. <laughs> Dennis Rodman's going to bring you one back? Believe it. By the way, did you see that documentary about that guy, the world-class ping-pong player, who decided he wanted to go to North Korea and compete? Didn't they, like, kill his ass? No, he came back. Oh. He's from the Bronx. Oh, he really did come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man's, my man's from the Bronx. You should watch that, uh, you you should watch that interview. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. He ended up not winning, but the interesting thing is he got the North Koreans to cheer for him, oh. which was completely unexpected. That seems bad. And when he was ready to go, he was ready to go. He's like, oh. it's time for me to go home now. I'll bet. <laughs> I'll bet. You remember old uh, Black Flag's fucking story about flying through there oh. where they were like, don't tell him who you are and let's get the hell out of here. Right. Right. Don't let him know you is famous, sir. Right. We got to go. See, we're off into the dark again. Son of a gun. <laughs> this is just like old times. <laughs> Listen, we, I mean, we got to I think we needed shit. old boy from last week. He rebooted us. Right. Oh, absolutely. This is fucked up. Right. Got Listen. us watching Pig from Butters. Right. Got us uh, talking about bones. 
Killer robots. Killer Titanics. Killer Titanics. Carbon fiber cracks with gunshot noises under uh, uh, ocean. Oh, yeah. What, man said. 60 minutes, Australia. Man said, you heard gunshots under the ocean. My guy. Every you, three to four minutes. You did not hear any fucking gunshots. <laughs> that was, that was called cracking. structural integrity. <laughs> Failing. Yes, that was called the integrity part of structural integrity leaving, <laughs> and you just left with structure. Right. And shortly after, my man was like, "Nada." I told this guy, "Don't do that." Everybody was like, "Don't do that." My right. man was like, "I'm doing it." Innovative. Innovative. Listen, I'm gonna send Pony Boy out with a stick, a broomstick, shoved in the drain pipe of an iron tub, <laughs> with a fucking T-shirt at the top for his boat. Oh, you mean like a sail? Yes, that's how you build the boats. I saw it once, and now I know it can work because this asshole (laughs) thought that his shoebox was going to fucking work with his Logitech remote. He said, we can go back and we can go left, and if you really want, we could invert that shit in case you're a fucking Southpaw. Perfect. Perfect, bro. (laughs) 60 minutes Australia pulls no punches. And we brought extras. I did not thought, listen, I... I don't know if people think I'm joking. I don't give a fuck about this fucking mainstream shit. I saw none of those interviews until today. And I kept hearing people talk about it. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that guy's that stupid. You are exaggerating. Oh, man's was not exaggerating. He said, I made it carbon fiber so we could get more people inside of it. By the way, again, even as a normal schmo Joe who just watches cinema movies, I know for a fact that nobody runs a fucking sub with a tube on the outside of it hanging there. <laughs> oh, oh, the the ballast tubes? There was no ballast tubes, bro. They had like, t- there was a fucking extension cord coming out. The top of that <laughs> motherfucker looked like the Ecto-1 from fucking Ghostbusters. Man, shit was exposed. Every time he gets out, he's like, hey, hit that bitch with some WD-40. The fucking engine's going to lock up. No snorkel required. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Speaking of which, listen. Listen. And, oh, here's the interesting thing. In the interview. There is nothing the, in interesting the, in, about this. In the this. interview, they said it took two milliseconds oh, right, for it right, to right. implode. Right. Two, it takes two milliseconds for it to implode. It takes 25 milliseconds for the human brain to, to register, to register a threat. That something's wrong. Yeah, you were... <laughs> You were, you were 23 milliseconds hey, late, my that's man. That's a sticker right there. That's a sticker right there, what, bro. 23 milliseconds Take late? Take me to 23 milliseconds, baby. I don't even want to register the threat. Click, click, boom, as that horrible fucking song used to say. Oh, God. And they really did hear the click, click. It was the boom they didn't hear. <laughs> right. Oh, boy, said he heard gunshots. Underwater, my mans. <laughs> I've heard gunshots out the water, and I've been in the water. I've never heard them combine together. No, that's not a that good sign. That cannot be good. No, fuck no, that's not good. You've been on a bunch of maritime uh, uh, vacations. You ever heard gunshots underwater? No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. That's like, wait, that's like if you just, you were like in an airplane, but you heard bubbles. <laughs> You're like, wait, what the fuck just happened? You remember Dane Cook doing the the, the, the door kicking, breaking, and his buddy's like, Dan, I think I hear a, a car. Well, yeah, that's pretty fucking normal on the road, guy. Let me know when you hear a fucking whale. Right. You, right. you hear a whale sending fucking sonar sounds or some shit. Let me know about that. Right. 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 What's happening? I don't know. Oh, oh speaking of 
speaking of sonar, totally left field. Uh oh. Reminds me of a story. Nope. It, it you know on uh, Discovery they're doing they, it's no longer Shark Week. Okay. It's Shark Month. Oh, perfect. And they're doing at least somebody's getting a month. Right. They were telling they were telling stories about how animals had saved humans from sharks. Perfect. Right. And then the people I was discussing this with went on to talk about. They were doing experimentations with dolphins sometime in, the, I think it was in the 60s or the 70s, trying to figure out how their sonar and shit worked, okay. right? Okay. So a guy gets into a tank full of water with scuba gear and dolphins, right? And it's pitch black, no lights, no nothing. And there's obstacles in this tank, right? Okay. The diver has to swim through all the obstacles without hitting them, right? And he's surrounded by dolphins. Perfect. And the guy claims that the dolphins were using their echolocation and then beaming the image of the echolocation to his brain, and he was able to swim through the entire tank without hitting a single obstacle. Where is this from? <laughs> I don't even remember what this was. What's this conversation? This, so is, a, were, this is a television show? The, no, this is, I think the guy wrote a book. Oh, this is real life shit? Real life shit. But what it stemmed from was this guy on Shark Month, right? He was talking about- Oh, that's right. Shark Month, right? right. We were in reality, and in then reality. you lost me the minute we said dolphins were fucking sorting our shit. Okay. All right. So Shark Month, the guy's telling a story. He's like, listen, I was doing, I was trying to set a world record for this ocean swim, right? Right. It was my last opportunity to do this, and I got a safety boat with me, and <laughs> I can't have the guys pull me out of the water because this is my last chance to do this thing, right? And while he's swimming- he gets surrounded by a pod of dolphins. And sometimes the dolphins are swimming really close to him, and sometimes they're really far away from him. And they're with him for like two hours. And he's like thinking to himself while he's swimming, he's like, man, maybe these dolphins are just thinking I'm some weird thing, and they're trying to check me out and see what's going on, right? right. he's like, I'm not going to say anything to the boat. I just got to keep fucking swimming. This is my chance to set this fucking record, right? Right. And he goes, he goes, and I can't figure out why these dolphins are with me for two fucking hours straight. And he goes, and then I looked down in the water. He goes, and below me was like a 16-foot tiger shark. And every time the shark would get close, the dolphins would get close to me. And every time the shark would start to swim away, they'd start to open up the gap around me. Mm -hmm. And he goes, and after two hours, the dolphins swam away, and I looked down, and there was no more shark. And I finished my swim. Which led to the story. Oh, okay. About the intelligence of dolphins and how they've helped humans before, right? There's all these seafaring stories about how sailors from sunken ships were rescued by dolphins and, and dragged ashore, so to speak. Right. And there was a researcher in the 60s or the 70s who was researching dolphins, right? And he put himself into a pitch black tank full of obstacles with dolphins. Right. And the object was for him to swim through the obstacles without hitting any of them, right? But he had the help of dolphins. And so the dolphins were doing echolocation underwater, right? And the guy claims that the dolphins were literally beaming the layout of the inside of this tank with all its obstacles into his brain while he was swimming. <laughs> and he was able to swim through the entire tank and not hit a single obstacle from one end to the other because of the dolphins. Oh, my. This is a fucked up show. Now, All this right. may have been the same researcher that was giving dolphins acid and taking it himself. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, I'm we've not gone sure the wrong about way. that. But, hey, anyway. That's not a. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck would give acid to a dolphin? 
Y'all motherfuckers are fucked up. <laughs> All right. You know what? <laughs> what are you, you, Leave us I, a five-star rating. I, are you calling it? I'm. Just, are you calling you're, it you're right done. now? You're done. After you've been reinvigorated? Butters and... Butters, help me. Kenobi, help me. Anybody help me. Pony boy. Let me on that Amberguise boat. <laughs> you want on the Amberguise boat now? I've You're going to get on the I've been looking for a boat. Here's the thing. We got to get a hold of our, or of our boy. And you know who I'm talking about. Uh-huh. We got to get a hold of Nigel. Right. And get Nigel to take us on a Bigfoot hunt. Okay. Well, Not a snipe hunt, a Bigfoot hunt. You ever been on a snipe hunt? You don't want go on a Bigfoot hunt with old boy that can outrun you in distance. <laughs> That's not a thing. If we're going to do that, we're going to need somebody a slower? little bit slower than us. <laughs> and I don't know anybody offhand right at this moment. Well, listen, you're not pushing somebody in a wheelchair out into the woods to look for Bigfoot, my man. Oh, That's the only person who's going to be fucking slower. That's not true. Don't we know anybody who's got a fucking peg leg? The pirate? Nope. Damn it. And then even if that were the chance, I'd, I'd offer that person a jazzy chair. <laughs> How about a one wheel? If you're in a chair, you're not getting on a one wheel. Why? How are you going to support yourself on a one wheel if oh. you're sitting in a chair? Oh, yeah, that's a good, I don't know. This, you, can't, this, you can't even do. This conversation those, has gone away over my head. What are the two wheel things with the sticky, the, the handlebars you stand on? Oh, Segway. Segway. You yeah, know yeah. the owner of Segway died on a Segway? Yeah. My Isn't man that just fucking crazy. He made an off-road segue yeah. and launched himself off a cliff in England. <laughs> I did not know it was that's how he died. I I assumed he just fell off and hit his head. No, that thing went out of control and launched him right off a fucking cliff in England. There is some irony in everything about this. <laughs> Listen, can we get a can we get an electric uh unicycle? I want nothing to do with electric vehicles. Oh, now you know you do. I'll bet you the first time I put you on an electric uh, skateboard, you're going to love it. Until what? If you do a jump off of it and that thing explodes? Uh, I wouldn't be jumping with that bad boy, but <laughs> but sure. Because we know what happens you when show. the barrier of, of, of an EV battery yeah. <laughs> gets damaged. You the thing show, turns uh, into a bomb. You show, you, could you imagine? You, I'll let you ollie with it. Fuck no. We'll let Parks ollie with it. He's he's the one that did the snakeboard too. <laughs> let Kenobi do it. Kenobi will do it. Kenobi, uh, oh, you seen those, you see those electric bikes with the big fat tires on them. They look like mountain bikes. So somebody told me those were made for hunters. Like those are what those are, are specifically were engineered for were dudes trying to hunt in the woods that wanted to be quiet. And I'm like, I don't see how a bicycle is quiet in the woods, no matter what you make it out of. Well, but sure. Did I ever tell you I was out in Amish country, right? With an electric bike? No, no, no. I was driving out in Amish country, right? Were you hunting? No, listen, just listen. I'm out in Amish country. Right, and I'm driving down the road, and there's this big ass fucking hill. Right, okay. in front of me, there's an Amish woman in a bicycle. Perfect. She's elderly, right? And she's fucking hauling ass. And I'm like, this Amish lady's got some strong fucking legs, right? She's fucking motoring, right? <laughs> and she gets to the hill, fucking right up that hill. I'm like, <laughs> fucking amazing. Look Biggest at the power you've ever seen. Look at the power of human beings, right? right? And then we finally get to our destination. And at this destination, there's a bicycle rack, and there's a ton of these electric bikes. 
And it turns out this old Amish lady wasn't fucking pedaling her bike. Yes. Kicking ass. She was riding a fucking electric bike. <sighs> and I was so fucking disappointed. I was like, I was fucking rooting for you. And you right. fucking totally pulled the rug they out from let, underneath they me. just let you down. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they also had solar panels all over the place out, uh, out oh there. And that's my. how they were charging their electric bikes. Oh and by, by the my. way, that's the loophole. Right? Oh, if it's a tool, you're allowed to have it. No, it's no, no. It, the loophole was it was energy provided by God. Oh, about that part. I didn't know. Yeah, hear yeah, about yeah. That because, part. you know, they collected it through the solar panels. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Well, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 30, 97 seconds. Make sure you leave us a five star, drop us an email. Nice uh, to hear from you, M. Glad you're back. Uh, <laughs> Thanks to everyone Buy else. Buy Tyler a cup of coffee. He's going to need it after this Jesus. episode. Thanks to everyone else who wrote in and left us with wonderful, wonderful notes and love letters and <laughs> those weird fucking pictures that you guys are always sending us.